Okay, today's daf is Shabbos daf Samach Ches, the new parak of Klal Gadol. So, the learning today should be as close as the Shloshim of Belienta Bas Rabbi Yisrael. So, the, uh, the learning today should be as close for, uh, for uh, Morabella as we continue the daf Yaimi. So, this parak is a fascinating parak in its own right. We're actually getting into the Halachis of Shabbos, the first few prokim are really regarding Erev Shabbos, getting ready for Shabbos. We figured out our Shabbos candles. We figured out, you know, how to set up perhaps your house. That is it caring or not? Hatmana, shahia, making sure you have food for Shabbos. What you, what you let it have in your pockets. And now we're going to get into Hilcha Shabbos. But before we get into Hilcha Shabbos, we're going to look, uh, look into what would be, what would be uh, the punishment of someone who violates Shabbos. How, how strict is Shabbos? So just a back, just some background information. If you if you went through Shah, so you recently in, in the Dafyim they had a Masechta Krisus. So it was just a few months ago, that's a Masechta dedicated to all the Einshin. So this parak touches upon some of those principles as well. So anytime the Torah says that there's kares, that if someone would violate an Isser, there would be kares. If you, that's only when a person did it b'mezid, if a person did it on purpose, there would be a uh, chi of kares. However, let's say you did that avera, but you didn't do it on purpose. You uh, you ate a t-bone steak. Let's assume t-bone has some chelav daraisa in it. Let's assume that for now. We'll use it as an example. You ate the whole steak and you realized, oh my gosh, even though it was shecht and everything, I ate chelav daraisa. So then, if you did it by mistake. One would be chayv to bring a carbon, a carbon chatos. This is the beginning of Parshas Vayikra. You bring a carbon chatos. That's whenever there's an isser that if one would violate b'mezid, they would have to. There would be a chiv kares. So b'shoigig, if one did it by mistake, there is a there's a chiv chatos. So the same thing applies by Shabbos. So by, on Shabbos, if someone violates Shabbos, so if there's adim, there's testers, two witnesses, there's hasra, they warn him, and he says, I don't care, I'll do it anyways. There's a chiv skila that they'll stone him to death. But that was typically, you know, didn't happen. What would happen is that if a person didn't, didn't have Adam, he did it on purpose, there's a chi of kares, he did it by mistake, you bring a chata. So that is uh, one thing to keep in mind. Now, let's say a person sits down for his T-bone steak and he forgot that this is chilev. He sits down, he, he eats it, and he eats a whole steak. Now, every kezayis is a chi of Chatas. Uh, so let's say he had, I don't know, a few, a two pound, a two pound steak, okay? A two inch thick T-bone steak. I don't know if they had these. How many Chatas uh, does he have to bring? How many Karbanas does he have to bring? So the halacha is, it's a Mishnah on Krisos, that you would only bring one Chatas because it was one Helam, one forgetting. He forgot that this is Asr. He sits down, he eats it, he brings one carbon uh, So the same thing should apply by Shabbos. If you forgot it was Shabbos and you and you violated Shabbos, so even if you did many things, you should only have to bring one carbon. However, we're going to see in our Mishnah that there's something special about Shabbos. There's Lametas Malachas, 39 different Malachas a person could do on Shabbos. So theoretically, you could bring up to 39 carbonis on Shabbos. Someone forgot it was Shabbos and he does, he goes through the book and he does one of each. He plants, he, uh, I don't know, he shaves, he does every, everything in the book. He does, he bechayev 39 karbanas. It's different than chaylev. Chaylev, there's only one thing to be over. He ate chaylev, he ate chaylev. Shabbos, there's a chiddush we're going to see based on psukim that you could literally bring 39 karbanas for Shabbos. Okay, now we're going to see another 
a principle to keep in mind is that when it comes to chatos, there has to be a lack of knowledge, and then you have to find out later that what you did was wrong. So the Pasuk says in the beginning of Ayikra, Ayhoida I love chatasayashachata, that he has to have known now the what he sinned. So you have to have a idea, and after you have the idea, then you bring your carbon. Okay, so that's the basic overall halacha uh, regarding when you bring a carbon chatas uh, for violating Shabbos. Now, what's called a shoigig? What's called, by mistake, inadvertent? So, one of them would be, let's say a person did not know that this thing is usher. He didn't know. Let's say a per- I, I, I've been to people's houses sometimes. The person didn't go to yeshiva. Uh, you see people that cut paper towels in Shabbos. Literally, off the... On the, on the stitching, whatever it's called. So again, we could discuss if that's Isidaraisa, Isidarabanon, maybe it's, uh, it's not exactly so usher, but there are people that don't even realize that, one second, this is a tremendous shaila in halacha, how do you tear something on Shabbos? Just te- uh, tearing paper towels. So let's say a person didn't know, he didn't know that this is usher. The truth is, the Mishnah says, in the Hakdama, Techele Gimel, in the Mishnah the Chavetz Chaim writes, that if a person doesn't spend the time to learn halacha to Shabbos, then every Shabbos a person's going to end up violating Shabbos. So Baruch Hashem the daf, just a uh, plug for myself, not that I uh, gain anything from this, but if you want, I give a 12-minute halacha podcast, we are heavily involved in Hilcha Shabbos, so definitely if you have 12 minutes a day, it's a good investment. And as the Mishra Brewer says, a person doesn't learn Hilcha Shabbos, there's so many halachas. You're walking out of your house, you know, uh, eating, bayrer, how you let to eat the salad, preparing things on Shabbos, so many halachas that come up, so it's very important to learn that. Okay, so that's one way. A person didn't know that this thing is usher. That's one thing. Or a person forgot, it didn't know what Shabbos. Maybe he's, uh, he's traveling somewhere, he doesn't know what, what day it is, he forgot that today was Shabbos, and he violated Shabbos. That's another way of a shaygi. So with this in mind, let's see the mission. The mission says, So there's a Kla Gadol, a great Kla, that was said by Shabbos. Someone who forgot Iker Shabbos, the, the essence of Shabbos, he forgot about Shabbos. He didn't know about Shabbos, right? And he forgets about Shabbos. He violates every Shabbos. He's busy cooking and cleaning and, and uh, doing all types of malachas and Shabbos. Every single Shabbos. And then he realizes after two years, like, wait, there's something called Shabbos. Halacha is, He brings one chatos. That's called, in the Gemara's terms, helam achas. One forgetting or one lack of awareness of Shabbos. So a person didn't know, he forgot the essence of Shabbos, he forgot about Shabbos, and he realizes a couple years later, even though many Shabbosim were spent doing malachas, he's only chayev one carbon. Next, next case, and the Gemara is going to explain each case. So hold, hold on. Hayedea Iker Shabbos, someone who knows about Shabbos, but the asa malachis harbe b'shabbos is harbe, but he forgot that week. He forgot, he, he knew the Iker of Shabbos, but he forgot that today was Shabbos. So, So it sounds like his calendar's off. So he, he, he downloaded the wrong calendar on Google, or he moved to Hawaii, he lost track of time, and he's keeping the wrong Shabbos. Halacha is, he has to bring a carbon for every single Shabbos, and for every single, well, we'll see the malachas, okay. Next case, Hayedea Shu Shabbos, Va'asa Malachis Harbi, Shabbos is Harbi. He knows the Shabbos, but 
he, did, he never learned Hilcha Shabbos. He didn't go through the Lama Tes Melachos. And that Shabbos, he violated a lot of things. He made a salad on Shabbos. He squeezed his lemon. Okay, that wouldn't be a Sederaisa probably. He squeezed. He made grape juice for his Kiddush Friday night. He starts separating things. Bayer, he puts things in the oven that weren't cooked yet. He does lots of things on Shabbos. Halacha is Chayiv, Alkol, Av Melacha, Umelacha. So now we got to go figure out, and we'll see later on in this parak, what's called an Av Melacha and what's called a Tolda. Because here the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that you're chayav in every av malacha. Now that, that's a chiddush by Shabbos. That's different when it comes to Shabbos. When it came to chaylev, the person's sitting down for his T-bone steak. He's eating T-bone. He's eating, I don't know, uh, sirloin. All these different types of things that again they're not necessarily chaylev. I'm just giving you an example where you know it could be there could be parts of chaylev on it. So he sits down to eat it. He forgot that these things are usher. So as long as you know, he's just eating chalev, even when he realizes, oh my gosh, it's chalev, he only has to bring one carbon, even though every kezayis is the shear for a carbon. When it comes to Shabbos, lamatas malachas, 39 avos malachas, so you could, so you have to go figure out what's the av malacha for every single malacha. So anytime you did an av malacha, you'd be chayev a carbon. Next, Let's say you did a lot of malachas, but they're all a tolda of the same malacha. They're all part of the same malacha. So an example would be dash. Uh, dash or disha is threshing. You're threshing in the field. There are ma- We don't typically think of it, but there are many halachas that are a tolda of dash. Two examples, squeezing grapes. Squeezing grapes is schita. We call it squeezing, but what's the av malacha? Dash. Or milking a cow on Shabbos. If you, need the, if you want the milk and you're milking a cow on Shabbos, that is also called, uh, it's a, a tolda of schita. So those two are tolda. So if a person did both of those things, He's only chayiv one carbon because it's one av, it's one dash. So when we think about lama tes melachos, always told us the truth is today, if you if you if you open up a hilchah Shabbos book, you wouldn't really care. Who cares what the av melachah? Is it av? Is it a toldo? Either way, iser daraisa. I'm not allowed to violate Shabbos. What do I care? Av melachah, toldo. It's all semantics, ident- identification. There is a difference. The difference is when it comes to carbonis. That's one difference we'll see now. We'll see later on some other differences. The difference when it comes to karbanis, when it, there's a chiddush by Shabbos, that you're chayav in every av malacha. So, however, the, the, the Mishnah says, ha'isim malachas habim e'im achas, if it's one av, it's all dash, e'ne chayav ela chatas achas. You only chayav one chatas, like eating chaylev. The same way a person ate a t-bone, a, sur, a sirloin, ate all these things, he's only chayav one chatas, because he forgot that there's an isr chaylev, even though he ate many kazesim. Same thing applies by Shabbos, unless you added another av. Okay, so the first part of this Gemara, discusses a technical term that the Mishnah used. So we have a little bit of a, a breather before we get into more lamdasha, uh, you know, uh, sugyas. Okay, so the Mishnah opened up and said, Klal Gadol, look at the top of your page, the parak is called Klal Gadol, the great rule. So the, the Gemara asked, my time a ton of Klal Gadol. Why are you using this term, Klal Gadol? I'll tell you, a Klal Gadol. Elema, do you want to tell me Mishnah because the next Mishnah says, Oid Klal Acher, there's another Klal, so therefore, Tana Klal Gadol. So I'm telling you two rules, two principles. It makes sense that the first Mishnah should be Klal Gadol, and the next thing should say Klal, regular Klal. So, the Gabe Shviyas Nami, and I'll show you another place where we use this, uh, this format. By Shemitah, so this is in uh, Shviyas Perik Zion, that Mishnah says, Klal Gadol Amru B'Shviyas, or Klal Gadol that was said by Shemitah. So over there also makes sense, Mishnah Tukabay Lemisni, Oy Klal Acher. There, Mishnah Beis, 
if you look, take out your Mishnayis, it says, that's another, so another place where we see this format. The first, first opening line is later on, so therefore, okay, so it makes sense. The problem is, I'll find you a third place where we don't do this. Gabi Meiser, when it came to Mesechtos Meisros, if you take a Mishnah, it's Meisros, the Katani, the first uh, Mishnah teaches, Klau Acher, Vleitani Klau Gadol. There, it taught Klau Acher, but the first Klau didn't say Klau Gadol. So don't tell me that this format is always used whenever I have Klau Gadol and Klau Acher. So I'm a Rabbi Yossi Bar Oven, I'll tell you why. Shabbos Shviyas. Shabbos and Shemitah are unique. Why? The Ispahu, they have this concept of Avais Visailavis, meaning Avais and Toldais. We'll see in Mayakata, and it goes through what exactly is a Tolda of Shemitah. Sadcha uh, Sizmar, there's different uh, activity in the field that's considered Av or Tolda. Actually, by Shemitah, the Tolda is the Rabbanon. But either way, there's a concept of Av and Avais and Toldais, Avais Toldais. So Tana Gadol, there. For some reason, we see this. We use this term klagado, but myser the less be always is laitana klagado. Okay, technical detail. Whenever you have two klalim, so you do klagado and then klal acher, and but this is only when you have always and toldos. For some reason, well the bakapara. Now what about bakapara? The the tani he has a tesefta. He taught by myser. He used the same term klagado the myser. And you're telling me you always do that when there's always and told us, my always and my tell us, there's no always and told us when it comes to my sir. So why would Bar Kapara say Klagado? So it must be that this always and told us have nothing to do with the, the reason, the technical reason why we use the concept of uh, the term Klagado. So now we're, we're back to, uh, we, have an, we have another option here. I'll tell you the reason. So when I say Klal Gadol, I'm trying to show how, how uh, the, the magnitude of the sin, or showing how, how machmer we are. So we're going to see that any time there's a chumra, we're going to use the term Klal Gadol. And there's going to be some type of order. That Gadol Anshe Shal Shabbos, Yosem Yishal So the Einish, meaning there are more things that are Asr on Shabbos than Shemitah. And therefore, it makes sense to use Klal Gadol. Dilu Shabbos, Isa Be Metalosh, Be Mechaber. Halachas Shabbos, they are relevant to things that are attached to the ground, uh, detached to the ground, detached from the ground. Be Mechaber, things that are attached to the ground, right? Let's say uh, you can't grind things, you can't grind pepper on Shabbos. That's Toichen. So that's not attached to the ground. You also can't pluck things from the ground on Shabbos. So you have two halachas. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Talosh and Mechaber. But Ilu Shviyas, by Shemitah, Betolish, the wine in my fridge. Even when Shemitah comes, even if my wine is from the Golan Heights, it's made in Eretz Yisrael, right? I have Galilee wine. When it comes Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael, my wine in my, in, my, in my home is, there's no problem, it's not Shemitah. It's only B'mechubar. It's only when it was attached to the ground when Shemitah comes in, right? So Vilushvi is Betolish Lesa. There's no halachas of Shemitah when things were detached when Shemitah came in. But B'mechubar Isa, there are halachas of the of items attached to the ground. So you see, Shabbos is more chomer than Shemitah. And let's keep going. And God And you see that Shemitah, we're using the term Einish, punishment, but it means that there are more uh, there are more examples that that the halachas of Shemitah are broader than Maiser. Why Dilushvias? When it comes to Shemitah, Isa, it applies Bain Whether it's human food or machel behema. Or 
food for animals. The Pasuk says, by Shemitah, it says, This is a Parshish Bahar, so... Uh, so in Yonid Yoyma, So it's talking about the behemoths, that even Michael behema is considered Shemitah. So that's Shemitah, when it comes to Maiser, So you see that Shemitah uh, is broader than Maiser. Than, than so why why does he say What is Maiser more chamor than? So he says that the that the 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 prohibition of Maiser is broader than Peah. Why? Maiser isa Maiser applies to figs and vegetables. The the corner of your field does not apply to figs and vegetables, even midrabanan. And we'll see where we know this. The time looked in the Mishnah. Klal Amr Bapeah. There was a Klal said by Peah. Kol Shu Eichel has to be food, edible for humans, right? It has to be edible. Venishmar. And it's guarded. People guard it. It's not Hefker. Vigidule Mena Aretz. And it grows from the ground. Ulikitasika Echas. And it's harvested at once. There's a season, the harvest season, as opposed to figs where. When, uh, whenever it's ripe, you'll, you'll, you'll uh, harvest one at a time. And one more condition. Machnisin Lakiyam. And you store it, machnisa. You enter lakiyim for storage. That's when it's high of the peya. It has to have all these things. So let's see. Oichel, what does oichel mean? Has to be food. Some type of aftergrowth. Rashi says these roots were used for dye, so there would not be a obligation of meiser. Venishmar, it's guarded. I'm sorry, peya. Venishmar is guarded. Hefker. Hefker is not obligated to peya. Vigidule mina aretz that has to grow from the ground. What does that come to exclude? Lemaute kimein upitriot your uh, mushrooms and truffles. Ulekitosika echas. There's uh, uh, you harvest at one time. Lemaute tena to exclude a fig that you wouldn't do it at one shot. Whenever each fig on its own individually is ready, so you would pluck it. You would you would uh, you would you would you would harvest it. And umachnis lekim, it has to be that you store it. Lamute yarek, it excludes many vegetables, the root vegetables, turnips, potatoes, probably. These things they didn't uh, store for a long time, as opposed to if you look at the Mishnahs, there. I'm sorry, the uh, yeah, the uh, the Rosh on the Mishnah and Peah says that garlic and onions those could last longer. So those there would be a chiyav midrabbanan uh, for for. Uh, for these things. Now, that's talking about peah. So, but Maiser, so he's trying to show that, Bakapar is trying to show us that it makes sense to use the term Klagada by Maiser because Maiser is more broad. Vilugabi Maiser, Tanan Klau, Amru by Maiser, Koshu Oichel, Venishmar, Vigdulimanar, it's Chayv Maiser. As long as it's food, it's guarded, it's not Hefker, and it grows from the ground, it's Chayv Maiser. But you don't need these last two conditions, So we don't need these two extra conditions. So therefore, it's a sliding scale, or basically, as long as in in, a, in our mind, A is more chamer than B, it makes sense to use the term klagadol. So the one thing we're not going to use klagadol is regarding peah. So what about meiser? Machlekes, the chacham hold, you wouldn't need to say klagadol because it's not midaraisa any more chamer than than uh, than than peah. Bakapara says, no problem, I'll use Klagadol even by Meiser because it's still more Chamor than Peah. So that's the technical part of today's daf. Now let's let's get into the Gemara. So the, so the Mishnah had said, someone forgot Iker Shabbos. You forgot about Shabbos and you did a lot of Malachis 
and a lot of Shabbosim, halacha is you only have to bring one carbon. So what exactly was this case where someone forgot about the essence of Shabbos? So Rav Ushmul da Amitavayu, Rav and Shmuel both say, Masnisin, our Mishnah, is talking about betinoik shenishba lebein hanachrim. So many people have heard this term before, betinoik shenishba. So this is the original term. What does it mean? Tinoik, a child, shenishba, that was captured or that was brought up, lebein hanachrim, amongst non-Jews. So he was born, a, you know, a yid. His parents might have been, you know, observant Jews, but he was brought up bein hanachrim. And therefore, he has no clue what Shabbos is, and because he has no clue what Shabbos is, that's the Mishnah's example of someone that didn't know anything about Shabbos. So according to Rav Shmuel, he didn't know anything about Shabbos. He finally comes back to uh, Yerushalayim, Eretz Yisrael, and they tell him all about Shabbos. And he realizes, oh my gosh, I'm a Yid. All these years, I'm not keeping Shabbos. What do I do? They tell him, you bring one carbon. You had one lack of knowledge, you bring one carbon. So that's example number one. What's another example? The ger shenisgari lebeit hanachrim. Yet a ger that became a ger amongst nachrim. So what exactly does this mean? Don't you need a bezin to be to be a megayer? So what this means is, and this is a fascinating discussion in the previous uh, century. So what this means is, let's say you had a yid that you had a, a bezin. Now let's say a bezin shall had yoytos. They weren't exactly the expert, but they dinim, but they were megayer. This person, or he was megayer. He was megayer, and his level of understanding of Yiddishkeit was not so strong. They didn't even tell him about Shabbos. They told him, uh, you want to be Jewish? Okay, you can be Jewish. You got to keep uh, kosher, I guess. Fine, look for the OU or the CRC on your products and you're good to go. And that's what they told him. So many ask, many are bothered by this, that don't we need Kabbalah's HaMitzvahs? One of the conditions, the Gemara increases says, in order for someone to accept, uh, to become a Jew, we need Mila, you have to bring a carbon in you know, the times of the base of Middash. You also need, you need to go to the mikvah, and you need Kabbalah's HaMitzvah. You have to accept to be Mekai in the mitzvahs. If you didn't tell him about Shabbos, how is that called Kabbalah's HaMitzvah? So Rav Moshe Feinstein, in a uh, fascinating tshuva, it's not just him. There was the many place in the previous uh, century. This is the Malam and Lahoyal, and uh, I think it was in, he was writing a tshuva to people in France. The Sri Deish, the... Um, they had many discussions where people were intermarrying and they were they want to do some type of quick gerus, those types of things. So the question was that these people are not actually keeping the mitzvahs. They're being a gayer, and then we see they're not they're not keeping all the halachas. So Moshe Feinstein has, has a few chuvas on this, and, and he brings a, a fascinating raya from this Gemara. He says that let's say a person becomes a gayer. And we see that they're not they're not so on, I don't know, Hilchas Chalamoy. They're not so on Tznius. Whatever example you want to give. So shouldn't that be an indication that they didn't do a complete Kabbalah Samitzvah? They didn't accept the mitzvahs. There's no Kabbalah Samitzvah there. So Marsha says they know. And, and he says this in, in a few chuvas, and this is definitely the, the Mahalich, the, the uh, practice amongst many of the uh, Gdolia Paiskim, is that if the if the person was exposed to a certain level of Yiddishkeit, we don't have to give examples of communities, but in that community, people are not makbid on X, and that's the best that she went to. So let's say they don't dress so, uh, you know, Haredi Tznias, but this is the community she was Megayar into. As long as she accepted that level of Yiddishkeit, that's called Kabbalah Samitzvah. How do I know that? So, so, uh, 
Ramosh says this Gemara. The Gershon is Gary Lebein and Nachum. How could he have a Kabbalah's HaMitzvah when they didn't even tell him about Shabbos? So what it means is they told him some things. He accepted whatever they told him. They forgot to tell him Shabbos. They forgot to tell about Tznias. They forgot to tell about Hilchas Chalamoid. I don't know, whatever other halachas you want to throw in there that people, I'm a fact fake about a Gerus today. Bidi Evid, that is called a Gerus. There's this discussion, should we do this to Chatechila? Again, there's a lot to discuss, but it's fascinating how this one little line of the Gemara ends up becoming the uh, background for many, many Psakim that were uh, issued in the past 150 years regarding Gerus. So by the way, that's Gershon is Gai Nachram. Just to take a step back, what does Tinek Shanishba Lebeda Nachram mean? Meaning, this term gets thrown around, that a Tinek Shanishba. So the point is, this person didn't grow up knowing about the halachas of Shabbos. So this comes up in throughout Shulchan Aruch. I actually have a sefer, it's called Shuva Eli. It goes through many halachas that Bali Shuva face regarding dealing with their parents or uh, friends that are, you know, they're, they're Jewish, but they don't keep Shabbos. So there are many halachas that are, that are negea when it comes to someone who's a, who's a Mechal Shabbos. If someone's Mechal Shabbos, and let's say they cook for you, is that a, is that a question of Bishalakam? Do they have Nemanus when it comes to Kashras? What about Kenny, we had we had a shadow recently. A few rabbanim were, were discussing this recently. Uh, there was a community where the moil was not the the typical moil had coronavirus, and the only moil available was not a shemer shabbos. So there's a there's a, there's a halacha in shulchan aruch. Someone who's not shemer shabbos should not be uh, should not be a moil. What do you do? Do you push the bris? I mean, but the ever he's yaitza shulchan aruch So there are many questions in halacha. Ribis, you're allowed to charge a mummer ribis, but. But meaning someone who doesn't keep Shabbos. But many people today are just a Tina Shinishba Lebet Hanach. Meaning they didn't grow up being, uh, you know, didn't go, didn't have a good from education. They would be considered Tina Shinishba. There's even an extension to this. I once asked this to Rabelsky Zetzal, and I asked Rabasher Weiss, Habdul Lachaim. I asked Rabasher Weiss, let's say you have a child that, you know, we call them the Orthodox kids. Unfortunately, many, uh, many teenagers will leave the fold. Hopefully, they come back. But they're off the darach at that point in life. And the Shiloh comes up. You have a child, you know, a 15-year-old boy who no longer keeps Shabbos, but he has a good relationship with his parents. He comes home you know, in the summers. He hangs around the house. And he grills a steak on the grill. So there's a whole Shiloh. Someone's a Mechal Shabbos. That maybe there's Bishalakim over here. So Rabelsky told me a, a Yisoy that he said, he said in his mind, 99% of the, the people that leave the fold of Yiddishkeit were not exposed to the beauty of Yiddishkeit. So for them, they should be considered a Tinek Shanish Balabain Hanachram. That they, they weren't, it was the same way this kid was in captivity. He didn't have a, a, a from education. So he's called a Tinek Shanishba. We're going to see, he's either called a Shagig, the Gemara, as soon as he's saying, he's an Oynes, totally, no carbon, but there's no maze in here. We, under, we understand his situation. So Rabelsky is the Tzal Tomi. We treat them as if they're just Tinek Shanishba. I asked this to Rav Weiss, after Rabelsky's the Tzal was nifter. I asked him, uh, I met him in the summer once, and he told me the same thing, same sock, that 100%. He said, he went a little further. He said, usually there's trauma that they went through, and therefore they weren't exposed to the, the beauty the the uh, the beauty of Yiddishkeit and therefore they would be considered a tinek shenishba lebein hanachrim. Okay, so either way, according to Rav and Shmuel, so actually Rav and Shmuel are being machim here. They're saying that this person has to bring a carbon, even though he had no clue about Shabbos, zero ident- identification with Shabbos. When it comes back to Yiddishkeit, one carbon, either he was a gershonist guy lebein hanachrim or a tinek shenishba lebein hanachrim. Now, that is how they understood the Mishnah. 
So the Gemara asks, Avil, Hikir, but let's say the person knew about, he went to a Jewish day school, he knew about Shabbos, well, of a he forgot, he went off to travel the world, he totally forgot about Shabbos, then he comes back, he's back and he comes back to, to Yeshiva, what do I do? So according to Rama Shmuel, the only time you bring one carbon, only one is when he never knew about Shabbos. But this person went to Jewish day school, he knows about Shabbos, then he left the fold for a couple of years, totally forgot about the halachas of Shabbos. What would he do? He'd be chayv al achas achas. I'm sorry, chayv al Shabbos for Shabbos. He should be chayv for every single Shabbos. Now, if that's true, so then Tanan, look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Hashicheach Iker Shabbos. If someone forgot about the Iker of Shabbos, Lav Mechlal, Dehavale Yediyah Me'ekara. Doesn't that sound like, look, look, look back at the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? Klal Gadol Amr B'Shabbos. Here's the Klal. Kol HaShecheach, how do you read that? Kol HaShecheach, one who forgot. What does Shecheach mean? Forget means I knew, then I forgot. So HaShecheach Eker Shabbos, that sounds like Lab Mechlal Dehavale Yediyah Me'ekara. He must have known originally. Why else would he call it Shecheach? Somebody says, no. Like, my Kol HaShecheach Eker Shabbos, Tehoi Sashechuach Menu Yikara Shabbos. It was shechuach, meaning it was totally forgotten. This person was a forgotten person that he had no clue about Shabbos. And that's why he's only chayat to bring one carbon. But according to Rabbi Shmuel, let's say this person went to the Jewish day school, he knew about Shabbos, then he left, he totally forgot about Shabbos. What would the halacha be? He would have to bring a carbon for each Shabbos. Avol. So that's true. Adatani, instead of the Mishnah telling me the next part, someone who knows about Shabbos, he just forgot that today is Shabbos. He thought Tuesday was Shabbos, and he does Malachis today, and he, and he thought it wasn't Shabbos. He's for every single Shabbos. Why do I need to tell me that? Listen, you should have taught a bigger Chiddush. What would the Chiddush be? As long as he went to a Jewish day school, according to Rabbi Shmuel, Hikir, if he went to Jewish day school, then he forgot about Shabbos. According to Rav and Shmuel, you bring a carbon for every single Shabbos. The only time you bring one carbon is if he grew up in a, amongst the Nachrim. He didn't go to a Jewish day school, right? So Hikir, if there you're going to bring a carbon for every single Shabbos, the Kolsh on for sure, this guy who knows about Shabbos, he just keeping Shabbos on the wrong day, his calendar's off. So of course he would bring a carbon for every single Shabbos. So why would you go out of your way to tell me the second case, you should, if, if Rav and Shmuel are correct, that that is the way to read the Mishnah, that the only time you bring one carbon is when he had no clue about Shabbos at all. But if you had Jewish day school, then you forgot about Shabbos. You would bring a carbon for every single Shabbos, so tell me that, and I would for sure know that if a person just didn't know which day of the week was Shabbos, of course you'd bring a carbon for each Shabbos. The Gemara says, my hayadeh, Iker Shabbos. So we're going to have to retranslate it. What does the Tana mean when it says he knows Iker Shabbos? It means, mi Shabbos, It means he knew about the Ikara Shal Shabbos. He knew about Shabbos, Ushacha, and then he forgot about Shabbos totally. <laughs> That if someone forgets about Shabbos, he would be chayev to to uh, to bring a carbon for every single Shabbos. So the Gemara said like this: Ava loy but let's say he didn't forget. My, what would the halacha be? Chayev akol malacha umlacha, that he'd be chayev for every single malacha. Let's say a person just thought Friday was Shabbos. He didn't. He didn't know his calendar's off. What would Allah be? Chayav akom malacha malacha. He'd be chayav for every single malacha. So that if that's true, Adatani, instead of teaching me, Hayadeish who Shabbos, v'asa malacha is harbi v'shabbos is harbi. Someone who knew Shabbos, and he did many malachas. 
for each of the Lama Tes Melachas. Why do you need to tell me that case? Listeni Hayadea Iker Shabbos. You should have just told me. Someone who knew that there's something called Shabbos. He went through the, he got smicha on Hilcha Shabbos. But he forgot that today's Shabbos. He thought Shabbos was Thursday. And in that case, you'd be chayev to bring a carbon for every single malacha. Tell me that case. Listening, Hayadea Iker Shabbos. Someone who knows about Shabbos. Just forgot. The Kol Shkein Ha. And for sure, in our case, where this person knows that today is Shabbos, but he forgot that uh, ripping paper towels or whatever is Asr, of course you'd be high for each carbon. So the Gemara says, you're right. Now we're back to square one. Ella, Masnisin, Kishahiker, Levasayv, Shachach. Really, our mission is talking about where a person knew about it, he knew about Shabbos, and then he forgot. He went to the Jewish day school, he, then he totally, totally forgot. Udravu Shmuel, Nami, they learn that a tinak shenishba, or a garish shenizgayer, amongst the nachrim, also has a din of someone who knew about it and then forgot. That they both say a filu tinak shenishba, even a tinak that was captured amongst the nachrim, the garish shenizgayer, bein anachrim, kehikir levasayv shachach dami v'chayiv. So you're right. It can't be that the Mishnah meant to say that, that we're only specifically talking about a Tinak Shanishba. It can't be. It has to be, even if a person knew about it, forgot, and then remembered, he's only high of one carbon. That works. So what was Rav and Shmuel telling me about this case of Tinak Shanishba or Gersh They were telling me a tremendous chiddush that even though this person never knew about Shabbos, he never knew. He grew up there was no such thing as Shabbos. His parents were not religious. Didn't know about Shabbos. Now he becomes from. Halacha is, we tell him you bring a carbon chattas. One, but you got to bring a carbon chattas. And the question is why? He didn't know anything about Shabbos. Still, for some reason, that is enough to be called some type of shigaga, some type of sin to be obligated in a chattas. Okay. That is the opinion of Rav and Shmuel. Now we have another opinion. Rav Yochan and Rav Shimon Lakish Dami Tavayel, Rav Yochan and Rish Lakish, they both say, that the Mishnah, our Mishnah is Davka Hikir. The only time you bring a carbon is when you must have known, either grew up in a from home, he went to a Jewish day school, he heard about Shabbos, and then he forgot. However, let's say he had a child that was captured, or a ger that was misguided, and they didn't tell him anything about Yiddish guy. He told him you gotta, I don't know, you'll be in the IDF and you're Jewish. Okay, good, I'm in. So he didn't know about Shabbos. What would the halacha be? Potter. Potter. Not you're only high of one. Totally potter. The Rishonim discussed maybe as a din of an oines. The person had no clue. Someone who had no clue that anything should be usher. Potter. Oines. That's the opinion of Rav Yechnon and Rish Lakish. Mesvei. They came with a kasha like this. Klal Gadol Amru So this is not our Mishnah. This is a Brisa. So many times the Brisa uses the same terminology as our Mishnah, but this is a Brisa. Didn't make it to the Mishnah, but a, uh, a lengthy Brisa. Klal Gadol Amru B'Shabbos. Kol HaShecheach Iker Shabbos. Someone forgot about the essence of Shabbos. V'asa Malachis Harbei B'Shabbos Harbei. Did many Malachis on many Shabbosim. Eina Chayev El Achas. Okay, so far so good. Sounds like our Mishnah. But wait. Ketza, the Brisa continues. Ketza, what would be an example of this? That's the example of 
So just pause for a moment. This is a kasha on Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish. Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish came with this chiddush, this new lamdus, that if you never knew about it at all, you don't have to bring a carbon. It's a brisa, black and white brisa, black on white brisa. Kol hashichech iker Shabbos ketzav tinek shenishba lebein hanachrim vegershin is gadi lebein hanachrim. So it's a question on. Uh, so before we get to the answer, let's just continue the price. So the price says, so let's say this person was a Tinish Nishba or a Gershon Nisgayer, so many years go by. He's violating Shabbos every single week. He has no clue about Shabbos. He only brings one carbon chatos for Shabbos. So this guy comes to Yerushalayim, he comes to Yeshiva, we tell him all these halachas. So we have to go through the book, we open up Mesechtus Krisis, the first Mishnah there, and we go through all the uh, different things that a person could be chayev a carbon chattas on. So Shabbos, bring one. The chayev al dam achas. So there, if a person eats the dam, it's really the dam shchita. If you eat blood that you uh, that you find, you know, if you didn't salt your meat properly, it's probably not an isidaraisa, depending on how if it was washed or not. But either way, it would definitely not be a chayev kares. Chayev kares is only. Kidam hua nefesh, the Pasik says. It's the dam hanefesh, it's the dam of shechita. The person would literally have to collect the blood from the shechita blood. That's the only time there's a chi of kares on, on dam. Otherwise, they're just a lav, or depending on the type of blood, there's a whole section in Shulchanar called Hilchas Dam, Hilchas Malicha. We'll learn that at a different time. But, um, Hashem. So if a person ate dam over the course of his lifetime, then he comes to yeshiva, he's becoming a balchuva. So you got to bring one carbon for dam. V'chayev al-adam, achas. V'alachelev, all his T-bone steaks, achas. One carbon chatas. V'alavadazara, this person worshipped, he was worshipping avadazara, achas. So what do you see from here? Clearly you see from here that this person who's a teenage shenishma, still brings a carbon chatas, even though he didn't know any better, okay? He's a shagik, he didn't know anything, but you bring one carbon for each each thing that you did. Shabbos, chelev, dam, avodah Okay. Umunbaz, and there was a tana called munbaz. Poiter, he holds your pater. Aynes, he didn't know anything, he didn't know anything, so he's totally pater. V'kachoy and munbaz, dung from Rabbi Kiva, and munbaz with darshan in front of Rabbi Kiva, and he said like this, Hoyel v'bmezid kari choyte, by amazed it calls someone a choyte, it calls you a sinner. By a shagig, it also calls you a sinner. Now, the truth is, why is a shagig someone who sinned? Don't we, don't we assume someone did something by mistake? He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong, right? You just made a mistake. You forgot our Shabbos. So there's a certain level of seriousness that a Kalash Baruch wants us to take his Torah. That we can't just, oh, I forgot our Shabbos. Oh, I forgot that tearing, uh, doing this on Shabbos is us. So therefore, there's a carbon chatos. The Rishonim on the Chumash explained that an Oynes is when you couldn't do anything about it. There was nothing you could have done. But Shoigig is negligent. You should have done something. You should have learned Hilcha Shabbos. You should have got a good calendar. You should have asked someone, right? So Shoigig still is called the Choyte. So comes Mumbaz, he says, Ma, Mezid Shoyzul Yedia has a Yedia. He has to know about it. At some point, he had to have known. He went to Jewish day school. He grew up in an observant home. But if he didn't know at all, he grew up in a place where they didn't keep anything. 
totally oynes. Amalei Rabbi Kiva. So Rabbi Kiva responds, Harini Moisev al Okay, you know what? You're so correct. I'll add on to what you're saying. Why? Because Ima Mezid, if you are comparing Mezid to Shagig, Ma Mezid, Shoysa Hayadib, Shas Maisa, when the person is doing the Malacha and he's amazing, I don't care about Shabbos, and he's uh, he's fixing his roof on Shabbos, okay? Halacha is, he's amazing. Because he, he had a Yadiyah Bishas Maisa. So Av Shagig, Shoysa Hayadib, Bishas Maisa. So you're going to tell me, when a person knows what he's doing while he's doing it, that's also called a shaygig. You're comparing shaygig to mazid. So Omar Lai Munba says, You're right. Hey, no problem. Yes, you're even a, a shaygig when you knew about it when you were doing it. So the Gemara later on is going to try to figure out how he was shaygig. If you know what you're doing, you're fixing your roof on Shabbos, you're drilling it in, you're doing your building on Shabbos. How could you say, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shaygig? Now, the Kol Shkain Shaysafta, thank you for uh, aiding in what. My opinion is so. I'm a lawyer. The Rabbi says, according to you, You know what you're doing. You know what Shabbos. You know what's us, sir. You're not allowed to fix your house on Shabbos, and you're, you're fixing your house on Shabbos. That that's not a shogi. That's amazing. Now, Katani Mia. What do we see from here? And I, we we uh, pointed this out in the beginning of the brisa. What do we see from this brisa? Ketzad Tinoik. What's the example of of Ketzad? What's the example of a din of Shechech Eker Shabbos? And the Bryce said, Tinek Shanishba. So, Bishlam, the Rabbi Shmuel, that's what they said. Nicha, Elar Bjechna, Elar Shemilakish, Kasha, it doesn't fit with the Bryce. So, Amri Lach, Bjechmish, Lakish, Loimi, Ika, isn't there Munbaz? You only read the first half of the Bryce. There's another opinion, Munbaz. According to Munbaz, you have to have had a Yidiyah at some point, a Jewish day school observant home. If you didn't have that, there is no problem. You're, you're an honest. Don't ask me a kasha from Rabbi Kiva. We hold like Munbaz. That's a classic machlekes tanam. Don't bother us why we're not going with Rabbi Akiva. So that's the uh, machlekes regarding Tinik Shinishba and, and how to understand this mission. So let's just see one more piece in the Gemara. We'll, uh, we'll stop in the middle of the next piece as it goes on to the next half. So let's just, to, uh, for the sake of finishing the daf. My time of the Munbaz. Now what's... The reason for Munbaz. Why does he hold that you have to have a, a Yidiyah at some point? So now we're going to get into the Psukim. It says like this: Tehsiv, it says by a Chatos. Now this is talking about what someone did Avadizara by mistake. Whatever that means, he didn't realize that you're not allowed to do Avadizara, or he didn't realize this was Avadizara. The Pasik says like this: Taira Achas Yelechem, La'ise Bishkaga. So the Pasik says, Taira Achas Yelechem, one Taira for you, to one who does something Bishkaga, the and the next Pasik. Well, it's not next. Yeah, it's, yeah, sorry. It is the next pasuk, uh, pasuk lamed in that parak. It says v'hanefesh asher tase biyad rama. So that's talking about someone who did it on purpose. Biyad rama. He's going against the kaddish baruch hu. Hikish shayig lemezid. The sukkim compares shayig. Someone does something by mistake lemezid to doing something on purpose. Ma mezid shayisel yedia. You knew about it. He didn't care. Yad rama. He's going against the kaddish baruch hu. Av shayig shayisel yedia. He knew about it. And since he knew about it, he had to have known about it at some point. So the Gemara says, "V'Rabbanon, Hai Torah Achas Ma'avli." What do they do with this pasuk of Torah Achas Yilachem Oisu B'Shkaga? Mi Boy Lechitim Makri Le Rabbi Shu Ben Levi Lebre. Like the Rabbi Shu Levi would teach his son. The pasuk says, "Torah Achas Yilachem Oisu B'Shkaga." It says that by Shagig Lechsev Vechisishku V'Holay Sasu is Kol Mitzvah Seela. And it's talking about Avodah Zara. So what does he learn from there? All these times when a person is chayev a shaygeg is compared to Avodah Zara. And what do we learn from there? 
When it comes to Avadazara, when are you Chayev? Davar Shechayav Malzadane Kares, Veshigigasei Chatas. The only time you're Chayev a Chatas is when it's similar to Avadazara. So in Avadazara, a person who does it Bemezid on purpose, Kares. By mistake, inadvertently, Shigagai, Shigagasei, Chatas. So I've called all the other Averis in the Torah. Let's say a person eats Basar Bechalov, he eats a cheeseburger, he eats Nevela. Right? Purdue chicken. There's no chi of kares. There's no chi of chatas. Malkus. You get malkus. Lashes. 39 lashes. Right? Almost half is malkus. When you get, when does a person chayev a chatas? Only when there will be a chi of kares. So I've called davar shechayav and alzadane kares. Then v'al shigagasai chatas. All these things have to be that if you would have done it, there would be a chi of kares. So you did it b'shoigig, there's a chi of chatas. If a person wants to know, where is this list of items that are done that you bring a, a, a chatas? Mesatus krisus. Because Mesatus krisus, the first Mishnah tells you all the different ways one is chayev kares. So that's when it's done b'meizid on purpose. In that category, if you did it by mistake, there would be a chayev chatas. But all the other halachis, a person who wears shatnas, a person who eats chazer, chazer, basar b'cholov, all these things would only be it's Oynish uh, Malkus, not you would get Malkus lashes, but you wouldn't uh, be obligated to bring a carbon chatas. Okay, so Mr. Shem, tomorrow we will continue with Daf Samachtes.